join me today. Jesus is revealing truth to us. And so we're going to continue to hear what he has to say. Jesus, we rely on you. We count on you to tell us the truth, tell us things to come, and warn us of the things that we need to know so that we can be ready when we stand before you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So Jesus was talking to us about looking, watching for him. Instead of being focused on what is, distracted by what's happening and, um, you know, what are we going to do and and what's going to happen, but look to him because he's coming and he's going to take care of everything. And so he was telling John, John was in the spirit, And he was telling John to write everything down. He said, now I want you to write what you have seen, what is and what comes after the things that I reveal to you. The mystery of the lampstands and the seven stars is this. The seven lampstands are the seven churches, and the seven stars in my right hand are the seven messengers of the churches. He said, write the following to the messenger of the congregation in Ephesus. For these are the words of the one who holds the seven stars firmly in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know that you have done. Now now he's correcting, and he's correcting us here today, too. He's giving us this revelation. He told John to write it down so we could look at it. I know all that you have done for me. You have worked hard and persevered. I know that you don't tolerate evil. You have tested those who claim to be apostles and proved they are not, for they were imposters. Also know that you have bravely endured trials and persecutions because of my name, yet you have not become discouraged. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me from the beginning. Think how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works of love you did at first. I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place of influence if you do not repent. And so when I, when I asked Jesus exactly what he meant today, he said exactly what it says, that we so much of the time go through the motions, but we've lost our passion for him. Like when, when you first got saved, and you, you were passionate for him, and you would do anything for him, and you were excited. But, but then through time, through persecution, and when things got rough, and things didn't seem fair, you lost your passion for him. That's what he's saying today. You've lost your passion. So we're, we're going through the works of it, but we're not being passionate about it. We're, we're working, but we're not passionate about what we're doing. We're dragging our feet. We're, we're getting lukewarm. He is so passionately in love with us, and nothing hinders his, his love for us. He's faithful, he never quits, he never gives up. And he's felt the same way 
or you from the beginning. Yet, we don't. We've fallen. We, we've fallen. We've, we fall short. We're not passionate anymore. He, he's not the thing that we get up for, is what he's saying. When he wakes up, he thinks about, if he, if he would wake up, he would think about us. He's constantly thinking about us. And if you're not constantly thinking about him, he's saying your passion for him has died. He wants you to be passionate about the, the work you do for him. He wants it to mean something to you. He doesn't want you just doing it because you have to do it and you know you need to do it. But he wants you to do it because you love him, because you love to do it. Because he is the most important thing to you. And if it's not like that, then he's not okay with that. He wants that same kind of love that he gives you for you to give to him. When you first fell in love with him, that's all you talked about. It was him, him, him. And you let the enemy use things, circumstances, people to discourage you. And the way to fix that is we have to come out from among those who are discouraging us and dragging us down. Those who are not passionate about him are going to rub off on you. It's okay to encourage that kind of person, but not to let them encourage, discourage you. And, and so to be passionate about Jesus, you can't be hanging around with people that are not. People that have their eyes on something else. Something else is more important to them. Someone else is more important to them. It, that kind of person is going to discourage you. That person would, would say to you, is that all you can talk about? And so you try maybe not to talk about Jesus anymore. You try to be more like them because the enemy has come and made you feel ashamed of who you are. Right? If you're not passionate, then are you ashamed? If you're not passionate about Jesus, then what are you passionate about? What's more important to you? And so he might want to separate you from where you are, from, from, from what's dragging you down, what's holding you down. And if we don't do something, if we don't cooperate with him, then we're not right with him. And he gives seven warnings here in Revelation 2, starting in Revelation 2. And we need to take heed to what he's saying. This is what's on his mind. This is what he's thinking. 
This is him correcting us. Telling us things to come. How he hurts. You know, we say we're ready. Jesus is coming. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. But are you really that passionate about him as he is you? Or are you passionate about a talent that you have and, and creating um, something, which is fine, but are you more about that than him? Is it, uh, is it a person in your life you're more passionate about than Jesus? Is it a thing? He's jealous because he is overzealous for you. He's jealous for you. He wants all of you. When you love someone and they're distracted from you, if they're not paying you the same attention that you are them, it bothers you. It hurts. They don't care for you. That's what he's saying. You don't care for me like you did in the beginning. I'm passionate for you, but you aren't me. And I was reading in the the message Bible, but you have walked away from your first love. Why? What's going on with you? Any what's going on with you anyway? Do you have any idea how far you've fallen? A Lucifer fall. Turn back. Recover your dear early love. No time to waste, for I'm well on my way to removing your light from the golden circle. Verse 7. Are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words. The spirit blowing through the churches. I'm about to call each conquer to dinner. I'm spreading a banquet tree of life fruit, a supper plucked from God's orchard. You have to be a conqueror. You have to do the thing maybe that's hard. You have to walk away from whatever is holding you back or, or whatever is giving you the passion to go on if it's not Jesus. And that's a word I have for you. I read this to you. Um, I'm about to call each of you, each conquered to dinner because... We have to be overcomers. And we're going to be the ones. You know, many people say, well, I don't know who's going to choose me. You choose him by being that overcomer, being that conqueror, being victorious. You choose him. And you look to him for correction. Let him correct you. That's what he's... That's what he's saying to you today. If you're open to hear, if you have ears to hear, he's going to show you. And then you just partake. You just partake in that thing that he gave you. You just do it. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said that he's knocking at the door of your heart. He's knocking now you, to take heed to what he said. And he said, if you're going to obey him, 
He's going to live on the inside of you. He's going to dine with you. He's going to dine with you. If you're passionate about him as he is you, you're going to eat with him. He's going to take care of you. He's going to teach you and prepare you. And because he conquered, you will. But your passion has to be for him. And if it's not, just ask him. Ask him to help you with that. Ask him to help you to let go, to move away from what's holding you down, what someone thinks, someone's hold on you. Something that the enemy uses to control you with. If you don't have this, you, you can't be okay. That's what, he, that's what the enemy does, but you can. You can be okay. So, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart, and he'll come and live on the inside of you. He's going to choose... He, he chose you, but you have to choose him back. Let's pray. Jesus, we choose you. We thank you. We praise you for bringing truth to our ears, for showing us what we need to know to be right with you. Help us to make those hard choices. Those choices that seem hard, that are in the way of us choosing you. Help us, Lord. We can't do this without you. There may be some hard choices that you're going to have to make. Whatever Jesus tells you to do, you have to do it to be right with him. But he will help you. In my experience, I make the decision to obey him, and then he does a thing that's hard. He does it, and he'll do it for you. Thank you so much for listening to me. God bless you.